Hello, Marketeers. Welcome to another episode of AEC Marketeer Podcast, exploring AEC marketing and beyond. I'm your host, Keelan Cox, and I'll be exploring marketing trends and answering your most pressing questions to help you thrive as an AEC Marketeer. All right, Marketeers, thank you so much for joining me. Today I have on Danielle Gray. Danielle Gray is known for her relatability and humor. She challenges her audience to reconnect with what makes them human. The way she fuses vulnerability with applicable tactics makes a lasting impression on her audience. Her goal is to empower each person to not just be a better business person, but to also be a better human. Danielle is a brand strategist with over nine years of industry experience composing proposals, writing content, running email campaigns, and generating leads online. Along with developing proposals, she helped her former design build firm grow website visits by 88% and contributed over $150 million in revenue from leads generated from the website in just three years. Now Danielle is the owner of DG Marketing Company, a professional services marketing firm, and also the co-founder of Unoya, a CBD company. She also speaks around the country about marketing, branding, passion, inclusion, and joy. Danielle is a former Division I basketball player at Jacksonville University in Jacksonville, Florida, and holds both a bachelor's in marketing and an MBA from the institution. She now lives in Atlanta, Georgia with her partner and three dogs. Welcome, Danielle. Thank you. You know, the best part of that was the three dogs part because that's, I'm like, those are my, my babies. So thank yes. you for that <laughs> introduction. <laughs> All right. So awesome. I know we've spoken once before and you've gone through this, but just for the listeners who didn't catch that episode because it was a while back. How did you get started in this industry? What's your story? Well, I think similar to a lot of people in the industry, which is I did not, I did not select it. It actually just found me. So because I played basketball in college, I didn't get the opportunity to do internships and I didn't get to really, you know, explore a lot of industries. I was just so focused in basketball. So the moment I saw that there was an internship, I jumped on it and that was at a design build firm that was down the street from my school. And that's how I entered and I just haven't left since, um, mostly because of the people, but it's one of the most challenging like markets and industries. And I kind of love it because I think it makes me better at everything else when it's like, I can easily sell chips. If you can sell like, <laughs> you know, a multi-million dollar building, that's something else. So yeah, yeah that's how I started. Amazing. So I, I've heard you talk before. I think I was introduced to you through SMPS PRC when you were the keynote. And from my understanding, your hand was sort of forced into consulting. Do you want to go into that a bit? Yeah, sure. So at, after about six years, at the design build firm that I, I was at, I was doing the proposals, presentations, pretty general marketing coordinator type activities. My mom actually got sick, so she needed a liver transplant. And I asked my company to allow me to move back back home. Right. And at the time, which 
now in today's world, it almost seems laughable that they were like, you can't work remotely. Uh, and so I was like, okay, well, I, I don't really have much of a choice. So I actually tried to get jobs. Like I submitted and sent to my resume, but I also needed the flexibility of having to be able to take care of my mother. So luckily my old job said, Hey, we haven't found anybody to replace you yet. Can you just do this until we figure out how to replace you? So that's how I started. And luckily that it was enough that I could start finding other clients and I got introduced sure. to SMPS. And really the speaking was not something that was for my list. It was more of, I need to get clients. How can I meet people? Right. And so the, the confessions of the content whisperer, which was one of my first presentation I ever, you know, I did for a lot of different SMPS chapters and regional conferences. Mm -hmm. That was my whole way to get content marketing. I was like content marketing. And this is in 2017, 2018. Right. Which was, it was not as popular at the time now. So that's kind of how I was like, okay, I guess I'll do more speaking and talk about more things because I really, really loved it. Okay. So it was more out of necessity that you had decided mm -hmm. to become a speaker. So in becoming a speaker, what was that conversation like with you, <laughs> you yourself and you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like, what made you decide to go that route? Right. So one is genes. So hmm. my dad is a speaker. So I knew that, you know, you, you go to school, you go to college, you're like, I was like that person on the group project that led the presentation. I would always God, design same. the PowerPoint. Like I was always, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, I feel that you. Person. Um, <laughs> yeah. And and sometimes I was doing the group project alone, but I was like, I don't care. I'm not getting a, a bad grade. Mm -hmm. So that was me. So I knew that there were a set of skills that I had that I could speak to certain things. The other right. thing was is that I saw that there was a huge piece missing in AEC marketing, which I was like, we got to talk about content because I'm always doing proposals. I'm always doing presentations and there's all these cold calls and like, how do we start warming up leads? Like, what can we do? And because I was mm. the youngest person there, they gave me Twitter. Said, hey, young person, <laughs> do the social media for, for the company, right? Right. And, but because I was doing the social media, I realized how important it was to have something to say. You can't Sorry. go on social and just be like, hey, these are our employees. We're great look at this project, there's more to it. And do you want to actually generate leads? So, right. you know, once I, I saw that, I was like, okay, I think I know a lot about this. And again, I'm early in my career. So a lot of imposter syndrome, a lot of inexperience. So I'm like, I don't really know a lot of stuff. I can't tell you how to put a proposal together perfectly, sure. but I can tell you my experience. And so through that and through some funny storytelling of my experiences of different personality types that mm -hmm. I encountered, I realized, I was like, you know what, there's a story here. And after I did my first presentation, I knew that there was something there because one, it was a full room for my first session mm -hmm. and like standing room. And I'm like, okay, first of all, this seems like even before I'm speaking, this seems like a good topic. Because it's interesting right. enough for all these people to come in. 
Mm-hmm. The interesting part that I realized was, you know, everybody loved what I was saying. They were like, you're so good. We love going to your, you know, presentations, but we don't have a budget for content. They don't understand it. That's not something we are doing. I, you know, I'm stuck in proposals. So I was, I just was, I was really stuck with what to do as a speaker because the whole point of me going into speaking was to get clients for content marketing. Right. But the people that I'm speaking to are telling me directly, we don't have either the authority to to say anything or they don't understand or we don't have a budget or it's just me. It it was all these different things that it just didn't feel like it was the right time. But I knew what I felt when I was in front of that, that room. And I was like, okay, so... What can I, again, what's yeah. that conversation with all the different me's? And that's when I started talking more about passion. I was like, okay, that's what people are saying about me. So maybe I need to, figure, you know, but, and it was, it was very helpful to get feedback and all those, those conversations before and after my presentation. It just made me look at how, who I was a little bit better. So everyone that's been in my any presentation I've had that said something about my communication or how I did something, I completely took it in. And if you're listening, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So you started off with the confessions of a content whisperer that was sort of like Mm -hmm. your brainchild. So then how have your speaking topics progressed over time and what has sort of led you in those directions? Yeah, so I remember this specific conversation was, Danielle, we love you so much, but we want to have you as a keynote speaker, but you can't talk about like marketing. It has to be like a bigger topic. And Mm -hmm. and that's what I was like, well, I do want to do keynote. I do want to do more than just being, you know, an instructor talking about content marketing. Like what else can I talk about? And so the first presentation I did outside of content marketing was actually about passion. And it was called Four and a Half Steps to Ignite and Sustain Passion. And it was the closing uh, keynote for, I think it was, it was right before the pandemic. I think it was like 2018 or 19. And I just talked about how we keep our enthusiasm high when we go back to the office. Like you go to this conference. It's amazing. You're happy. You're smiling. And then you're like, reality hits. How do you bring all of that back? So that's where I started to kind of look at and start to exploit that in myself and say, hmm, I could talk about more than just marketing, although that's my love. What else can I talk about? And so as that progressed, more people, especially as we went into the pandemic and with George Floyd, really shook up the nation. So Yep. A lot of people were coming to me and said, what's your experience? And so I found myself being in a very uncomfortable conversations. And I was like, okay, I got to talk about this too. So that's when I did this series, Let's Talk Race. And okay, this yep. is me being completely open and authentic. And then I saw what that was, which mm. continued to kind of lead me down this place of recognizing like the authenticity is 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 becoming a bit of my superpower because that's what people are connecting to. It is the passion, but it's connected to the authenticity too. Right. And so it's just been a lot of listening down the path, going with my gut, 
and doing what I love. You know, it's just, I think that that's really, and being willing to edit along the way. Perfect. Okay, now, it is probably one of my biggest regrets of the last God knows how many years that I did not see you at Amplify. (laughs) (laughs) It was a party. It was a party. I have never felt FOMO through LinkedIn until I saw clips of your speech. And I was like, why did I not go to her? It it was amazing. (laughs) It looked amazing. Yes. So tell me about your experience at Amplify. Just bring back the FOMO. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So I'll start with how it even began, because I think it's important for anybody to listen to understand consistency is the most important thing you can bring to your your professional development consistency in strong relationships and so because i had been doing all these chapters and prc and you know different things i had made a name enough for myself that i had caught the attention of the national chapter so it was Mm. like doing a lot of free stuff, a lot of, the, you know, all of that, that hustle. And so I get this email and it's a, it, the subject line said host for SMPS National Conference. And I was like, OMG, this oh is my God. insane. I got goosebumps for you. Yeah, I was, oh my, it was, it was the most rewarding moment because it, it, it reminded me that what I was doing, even though it was hard and it was annoying and sometimes didn't feel like I was in the right rooms or whatever, it just really all came together at that moment that they trusted me with, a, you know, this national conference. Right. And the icing on the cake was that because I was so open on social media and being authentic about my life, mm-hmm. they also asked for my partner to host it with me. And I was like, What in the world, what world am I living in that I can host a corporate conference with my partner and we can have fun? Like, that was just wild to me. So when we got that, we looked at each other and we were like, this is actually exactly what we should be doing. And I was like, I mean, it it was, and we actually did a couple of different hosting gig before that to just get our feet wet and and feel a little bit comfortable. But um, going back to that day, the opening day, which is when I gave the opening keynote, was my birthday. So it's it's like, this is my birthday. It was just a lot of energy. Big energy. About it. <laughs> it was big energy. SMPS hadn't been together in three years. It was just yeah. a lot of anticipation with it. And then on top of all of it, this is in my hometown of Atlanta. So it was yeah. just like, it just felt very aligned and easily the best time of my life. I remember somebody said that, imagine how you feel when you're doing exactly what you feel like you're meant to do. Yeah. And that is exactly what I felt. I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm meant to do. Mm-hmm. I knew very, very clearly and in a bigger realm, in a bigger space. And so I will always be, SMPS will always be close to me just because they gave me that first shot in that room in Amelia Island, Florida to being, you know, co-host with my partner in Atlanta, Georgia, in front of 700 people. So 
I talked about, well, let me start before I even get to the topic, because I'm like, what the heck am I going to talk about at this, at this conference? There's this keynote and it was max talk. So you only had 15, 20 minutes, which usually I'm doing 60 minutes stuff. So I'm like, right, the heck am I going to talk about for, you know, these 15 minutes? And it just came down to authenticity. And, um, and it was the closest I've ever been to exactly. I'm like, this is, this is what, this is my purpose. Mm. So I've been chasing that dragon since I left Amplify. <laughs> I'm like, when's the next, when's the next conference? But you know, the outfits are fun. And I learned how to host. Usually I'm just to keep, like I speak and then right. leave. I don't really mm. interact with people or interview people. So it was a real push, but I will say we passed out for the next like three to five days. I after bet you did. <laughs> I was like, OMG, I'm, I, I am so happy to pass out. Like, yeah, to play with so much. It was so three much. years was, worth of amazing. energy just squished oh my in three God. days. <laughs> oh my, it was absolutely, but I wouldn't change it for the world. It was, um, it was amazing. It was amazing. So. Didn't mean to make it more FOMO, but it was it was definitely a energy in the room that understood the authenticity and that we were coming with a different energy, an energy that felt human, felt safe and flirting too, you know. Sure. So you now have a project called Be Me. I'm curious what the connection between your Amplify hosting experience was and and this new series. Yeah, so where I'll start is when SNPS came to me about hosting, they said, Danielle, we want you to do this opening keynote along with you hosting. So that's mm-hmm. also, we had scripts, we had all these. So I'm on top of this, I'm Got doing, it. you know, okay. this presentation that I wanted to be real. I'm not reading and I have a couple of slides, but they have no words on it. So there was just mm. a lot of the things that I had to just remember. Right. So I didn't see the bigness in it until I gave my presentation because I'm just trying to focus on remembering everything. Right. So the keynote was it was about authenticity and how it can amplify every area of your life. And so as I'm doing this presentation, I introduced the idea of inflating and deflating of, you know, puffing up. You know, you don't have to prove yourself you're being authentic and you also don't want to hide yourself you're being authentic it's this i use the balloon scenario to explain it like you know if you inflate too much you'll pop mm. and if you deflate you won't be able to be what you're destined to be a balloon is supposed to be inflated you're not supposed to just be you know deflated so mm. it was this space of like my experience in my world of knowing that when i can feel my ego And when I can feel myself wanting to play small. Mm. And so as I'm delivering this keynote to the audience, I'm seeing and feeling that people are really resonating. But the message is resonating with them. And so I finish it. I'm excited, but I don't really know how people are impacted yet. Sure. When I get out of the keynote, like out of that big room and everybody's kind of going into breakouts, I got pulled so many times, the entire conference, like it was, oh my gosh, somebody said, I don't know if I liked what you said, because it made me very uncomfortable, but thank you. And it was those kind of comments. There was one, one example I said in there 
where I said, you know, this woman told me that I was very articulate and I didn't really know how to respond. And there was this Indian American woman, she came up to me, she said, you know, I get that all the time. People say, oh, you speak really good English. And I was like, wow. And so there was what I saw was in my authenticity, people really understood where I was coming from. Right. And so the be me was the the big kind of tie in, like, you know, like, I'm just going to be me. Like, that's all I'm not going to do in play. I'm not going to be played. I'm just going to be, you know, great. Mm. And so the be me was like, you know, what we were repeating at the end and it just continued on through the conference. So when we had one of the activities, there was a lady who put be me on, on her jacket. And I was like, huh, why? I, and I, cr- first of all, I cried first. I was going to say, I'm tearing up from that. <laughs> yeah, I, I got, I got. So on the way to the Coca-Cola factory where we were, Jen Newman, she took a picture of someone's jacket because it was neon. And she just, she bought some neon tape and put be me on her jacket. I get it before I get in water. I'm just like, oh I can't God. even, because it was like, Whoa, what I said real, because I was saying it for me, you know, sometimes like the keynote was for me and the fact that it turned into being something else for other people. Continuing on the day, see her, I take a picture, we're we're overjoyed hearing more and more people are telling me you, oh my gosh, please don't stop. And that hit me and, and all these, and just like, whoa, you know, this, I, I didn't realize the kind of wave that I just because I was focused on all these different things is, you know, okay, right. this person's coming off the stage. I just wasn't, I wasn't there. I was focused, you know, when I was giving it, but either right. way, I'm getting all this feedback. Then this woman comes up to me and says, I loved your message so much. I got a tattoo. Be me. One her thigh. Yes. So this is where I'm like, okay. At the conference, she did that. At the conference. At the conference. So in between the opening day and the closing day, she got this tattoo in Atlanta. And but the thing she was telling me about, you know, and I don't want to talk too much about it, but she was just telling me about her transition in life and Mm -hmm. and all these. And it just hit her because be me was just it's it's because be you is is something that somebody is saying to you're saying that to somebody else. Be me is a self-talk. Right. So once I saw that, I got more chills. I was overwhelmed. And it really didn't hit until later because it was just like, it it was like drunkenness after all of that energy. And that's when I said, okay, something happened and I need to talk about authenticity more. And that's when I created this course, Limitless Authenticity. Because it was like, be me was like my, my ending quote. And I was like, I don't want to give away be me too soon. So what does authenticity mean to me? I feel like when you are your very best self and you are free to be yourself, you can be limitless. Mm -hmm. And when you are safe, when you, you know, I'm very grateful that I live in a city. I have family. I have a space that I can really dive into my authenticity and feel comfortable with it and I also want to encourage people even when it's not comfortable because it's been uncomfortable too Mm. to always be that and so that's and really how the course came about was 
the interactions with the people at the end of the conference. I just was overwhelmed that I knew that 15 minutes was not enough on this topic. That is so cool. Yeah, it was was amazing, (laughs) to say the least. That's like setting a culture for a conference. Yeah, yeah. And as I was creating Limitless Authenticity during this time, I was having, I would have done it immediately if I didn't have imposter syndrome. So I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it was just the, maybe it was just the air. Maybe it was just, you know, and I'm like, I had to break through, work through that, figure out, okay, do you have something to say? Do y'all mm-hmm. have something to say and it's worth listening to? And so right. that's, that's who I am. And so I'm doing the videos, I'm creating the assignments. And then I decided to start doing it myself, like me teach myself and me become a student, confronting, super quick. I was like, well, why am I asking? I was like, I'm asking people to do a lot of, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of work, a deep work. One of the questions in the first uh, session is, what do you need to forgive yourself for? Oh, God. I know, I know, because I, I, I'm writing the questions because I, I wanted to get that, but answering them mm. was something else. So I was like, I need to forgive myself for leaving behind certain parts of me. And I need to, it was so overwhelming that I had to pause myself doing my own course. I, I think authenticity can be very powerful and not just in your life, but in your work too. And I think that yeah. that's where it all kind of connects back is authentic leadership. People believe in you, people support you, people are loyal. And when you are coming from a place of realness, of authenticity, I feel like clients along with your team, everybody's happier, everybody's clear yeah. and you're happier, <laughs> you know? And, and I think that's ultimately what I want. I just, I want to be happy and peaceful. As right. much as I can through this this crazy world, you know? Sure. So then break this down for me. The Limitless mm-hmm. Authenticity is mm-hmm. a video series and yeah. it includes prompts. So is this like video homework sort of thing? Yes. Yes. So I have eight videos and they're different sections and they're all kind of based on that be me. So the first session is like called discover me, have to know who I am before I can be me. Right. So feel me. That's about intuition and and trusting your gut and your feeling about things Mm because our gut is always right. Um, We just don't always listen to it. And then around me, our environment, who are we following on social media? Who are our friends? What is our family life like? You know, because right. those things can impact how we do. So I even have a scorecard of how you rate your different areas that's around you and what can you do to make those higher scores. And then we go into like the art of inflation and deflation, which is what I was talking about the ego. How do we relax the ego? But also, how do we make sure that we have are boosting our confidence to be able to stand up and not deflate either? Mm-hmm. And then the, the final session is be me. So we just wrap it up. We talk about how we apply all these things together to be your best self. And I, I truly think that there's going to be more of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, Limitless is not over. Limitless, I think, is the series and it can be Limitless Authenticity. But my next one is going to be Limitless 
maybe creativity, limitless content. So Love it. I feel in my soul that I'm a superhero and I think that all of us have that ability. So that's why Limitless was so strong for me and spoke to me. And I hope that it speaks to other people because once we can do our own work and mind you, we change all the time. Right. Who you were before you had a baby is different than who you are now. So maybe my values are different. And Mm -hmm. I'm finding that I'm probably going to have to take this course several times because we're going to change. And the other thing that I actually include in it is the 15 minute audio of the Be Me presentation from Amplify. So you can listen to that. If you feel in FOMO, it's there. You can't see me moving, (laughs) but you can hear it and see the slides moving as well. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. This is, as always, it's a pleasure yeah, to talk with seriously. you. <laughs> yeah. same, same to you, Keelan. I, I appreciate that you have this platform and you're sticking with it and you've had so many great conversations and I, I really, truly enjoy tuning in. Thank you. Well, yes, you're welcome. I will include links to everything you mentioned, but if our listeners would like to get in touch with you, where should I direct them? So you can, there's following opportunities. So on Instagram at Danielle Gray MBA, that's my fun page, but again, authentic. So you're going to get, you're going to see me in all the different ways, but also on LinkedIn, Danielle Gray MBA there. I love connecting with people there. Danielle Gray MBA.com. You can learn more about what I have going on. And that's actually where, you know, you can also see the links to the Limitless Authenticity, but you'll have those direct links here. Uh, But everything is there. Danielle Gray MBA. It's all there. You can find me there. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, Marketeers, that is a wrap on this week's episode of the AEC Marketeer podcast. Thank you so much again to Danielle for joining me to talk about her career story and her new Be Me series. As always, if you're enjoying this podcast, I would invite you to subscribe. If you could also leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, that would be a huge help. And as you well know by now, new episodes are released every other Wednesday. We'll chat soon. Chat soon.